And I'm Karina. And this is the Becoming Babe AF podcast. A badass comedy and empowerment podcast from two Texas gals focusing on real life sass. Just giving you the tools to feel babe as fuck. Today on the pod, we have a special guest for you. Not only is she gorgeous and driven, but she is one hell of an influencer who is known all over the world. She is relatable. She is funny, but she can be serious when she needs to be serious. She's going to share her highs, her lows, her bigs, her smalls, and everything in between. She's going to let us know how she deals with haters and controversy, and she is just going to spread confetti through her positive energy. We are so excited to have Marnie Stockhausen on the pod today. We cannot wait for you to hear what she has to say. Hi. Um, what's up, blonde? I look like a found. I'm a little blonde. A little? Can you hear me? Yeah, where are you going? Have a seat. I was like moving around so I could find a little area. Oh. Yeah, I you're like a founding father and you guys both look cute. Um, it makes you feel any better. I just got back from the lake yesterday and this is like still lake hair. Cause okay. feel better. I'm at home all day. So I should look cute, but I don't. I didn't do shit all day. What? Where? What is? Where's it? Okay. <laughs> all right, let's do this. I got the Big Mac wraps getting made by my man's. I'm ready to eat. Oh, go! I right. just had um chicken enchiladas. I made those today. Also, is this, like, how are we posting this? Like, will they be able to see this? No. No. So I can smoke while. I'm yes, and you can cuss. You can smoke and you can cuss. Great. Perfect. <laughs> Everyone's always like, um, can I, do I have to be cute? I'm like, no. We were, we voice recorded. So. I mean, not, like, not smoking on my videos and stuff, but, you know, I'm trying to be a good, I'm trying to make a good impression. <laughs> so. Well, we liked how you said you're just going to, go with the flow instead of answering questions. I feel like I'm way far away. So I'm off kind of do it. I'm definitely like an off the cuff kind of gal. Good. 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 <clears throat> and we really so never to you guys for doing this. This is really cool. Thanks. Here. We're very non-professional about it though. So um okay well I should be professional as many years as I've been in this industry and I'm still a fucking disaster. It's okay. We appreciate Relate- that. So I'm right, relatable. Yes. Very relatable. Yeah. We never really know how to start and end it, so we might just be like, okay, bye. <laughs> so I mean that's that works for me. That's good news. I mean if I were you, I would just like and this is me because you can like take stuff out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would just totally do like an intro of us saying like I would probably leave in like the part where I said like can anyone see this like so I can smoke or like so I can cuss and you can be like yeah like I would leave that stuff in because that's like that's like real yeah it's always in well we have discovered that being real is not always cool 
Um, whoever <laughs> says that a little bit later. So. Whoever that is a liar because I'm from being all this. So don't let anyone tell you differently because your tribe will stick with you. Anybody else can kick rocks. That's what we're saying too. All right, let's all go. Right, let's go, Jess. Okay, so um, today on the pod, um, I don't know if you saw our baby of the week this week, but it is Marnie Stockhausen, and we are so 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 freaking excited that she is makeup list without like with us except for Karina because y'all know that she like always shows up with a full face and I'm over here looking like I'm fucking homeless so Marnie and I are in the same tribe right now so um Marnie we have a lot okay. to talk about today Shout so out that you said the last name right oh well I taught you this for a long time so I know a lot about uh phonetical spellings and shit I'm impressed. <laughs> Thanks. Um, okay, so give our listeners a little bit of like your, like where you're from, what you do, what your vibe is, how you like to do shit, you know, just a little elevator pitch. So I'm Marnie. I am 27. I was born in North Carolina, and I was in middle elementary school. Um, with my family for my dad's job. So we've lived here since, I don't even know, like 2011. And so, um, I worked job all throughout my life. As soon as I was 16, I was ready to go, ready to hustle. Like, um, got married, got married when I was 21. Um, decided it was not the best route for me. Like there, I could go into it. Um, my ex-husband's a cool dude. We get along great. Um, I mean, obviously we don't really talk anymore, but if we run into each other, like it's all good in the hood. Um, and we get along fine. But it was after I was married that I was like, you know what? I'm tired of having no money because we would literally pay our rent with like, we had a change jar and I was serving tables. So I would come home and put like all the change that I had in the change jar. And we would like cash the change jar in on Coinstar every month to like pay our rent. And I just was so tired of living like that. And I think it was like my ex-husband, bless his heart. He just is such a simple, simple, simple man. And like, that was one thing that I loved about him that I knew wasn't going to work for me because I am not a simple person. I'm like, I want what I want. And I, I didn't want to change him. So that was probably my biggest reason for leaving that marriage with, I, I valued and envied a little bit his just simplicity of life but I knew I was never gonna be like that so um after that I decided like hell no I don't want to pay my rent and change anymore I'm tired of this um I still I continued to work a couple jobs while I was in college um dropped out of college to work more um I was working I was serving tables at Texas Roadhouse I was working at Victoria's Secret um, and then I was doing like little side, I was like painting mason jars. Like I would paint them like gold and roll them in glitter and I would sell them to hold your makeup brushes in. Right. So this is not one, this is like the idea that I've had. I've had these since I was like 18, but I was like, I can make these. So I was always looking for ways that I can make more money. Um, and I don't know if you guys have looked at the abundance babe ebook, but it kind of dives into the ebook that me and my co-founders just wrote. Um, co-founders over at Slay Babe, we just wrote the Abundance Baby book and it goes into um, credits, 
um, the mistakes I made with, you know, abusing credit cards to now, you know, a couple years later, I'm almost debt free. I paid off my car two days ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got really, really serious after a couple of years of abusing credit cards um, about paying off my debt. I, it was just like it would keep me up at night. I think so many people can relate to that. I was I was just sick to my stomach all day. I would use a museum and then I'd go to bed and be like, what the hell is wrong with me? Like, why did I do this? And I would pay it off and I would run it up again. I'd pay it off and I'd run it up again. And I'm like, why do I keep doing this to myself? It's just this vicious cycle of abusing credit. So that's kind of what the Abundance Babe ebook covers. Um, you know, poor money mindset, uh, poverty mindset, and transitioning into an abundance mindset, um, which is what I had to do. Um, stepped into social media in 2017. I actually didn't even have Facebook or anything. I had dabbled in it and then deleted and all, you know. Uh, so created a new Facebook and Instagram in 2017, and I was in network marketing. I was like, you know what, I'll give this a try. I'll see what happens. I really need money. So like, what the hell? We'll try it. Um, it blew up. I loved, love, love MLM. I, I love MLM. I think it's awesome. If you do it correctly and you have the personality, like there don't need to be made. It's like, it is crazy. So, um, started that in August, 2017, started pulling in five figures a month. Like, you know what? This is for me. Like I, I, was living off a hundred dollars, you know, my bill paid, I would have a, I would have $92 and some change. Like I remember that amount is $92 and like this amount of change and that covered groceries, gas and whatever else until I got paid again. So when I started pulling in five figures and I'm talking like hundred bucks, 1300 bucks, this is like extra cash. So I was like, this is the shit. Like I'm rich. Like let's go. And, and you know, now it's, it's not uncommon for me to make thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars a month. And now because I have this abundance mindset, I use that to pay off debts. I use that to get ahead. I use, you know, I have this growing, growing nest, which I think is so important. Um, I, you know, anyone that's followed my journey, I was single for a long time, um, in and out of relationships, just moved in with my boyfriend. Um, so this is like new, 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 oh, I haven't lived with anyone in forever, but, um, you know, I think, my passion is relaying to women like there is shitloads of money to be made and you need a nest egg you need to pay off your debt and you need to buy whatever the fuck you want like and i can show you how to do all of those i can show you how to make the money pay off your debt and then you use the rest to buy louis vuitton bags or go on vacation or get your hair done or whatever you want to do so that's kind of what i'm passionate about um you know deep deep in my soul so latest project obviously is slay babe that co-owned by Christiana Dmitri and Angela Polston. Um, and we are producing ebooks out of the yin yang. We are starting like a fitness membership, um, all the things. So really excited about that. I did join another network marketing company recently um, and I'm loving it. I'm loving Red Aspen, having a blast with it. Um, so I'm I'm just cruising and I'm loving it. But yeah, lots of little bit about her. <laughs> Gave you more than before, huh? That's good. That's good. Because I think there's a lot of people that know you like on social media and see what they want to see, but they don't know you. And so I think that's good. That's you or a little TMI like us. Oh yeah. And I mean like with all the bullying, like if you guys didn't see it, like hopefully you know what I'm talking about. I don't have to like rehash it, but went through a pretty like public scandal in June. 
said some shitty stuff that got on the internet. Um, you know, just being drunk and silly with friends, rapping a song. It, you know, went too far with all of the things happening in our nation right now. It just got amplified to the maximum. Um, lost a lot of collabs, lost a lot of um, followers. Um, I had to, you know, I did a public apology. Like I really learned a lot about myself and um, coming down off in my high horse a little bit. It was a super humbling. Like I never believe that. Thing. I will never look at it as like, oh, poor me, this happened. I'm like, fuck yeah, that happened. It's propelling me to my next move, right? So that was actually what triggered me to leave Unique. It was kind of like, you know what? God is putting all these things, like all this stuff is happening to me and it's giving me a voice for people to deal with. Because it's like, beyond like okay let's let's give her lashings and call her out it was like went way beyond like death threats people sending stuff to my house like we had to move it was it was really bad um but I refused to look at anything as like that was so terrible I'm like yeah it was terrible then but you know it propelled me into deciding to make different decisions and how I um you know I'm always going to cuss too much I'm always going to smoke and drink and be a little wild but it definitely took me down a notch of like, all right, not everything has to be public. <laughs> um, you know, it also opened my eyes to like the recording while driving things, you know, things that I just thought I was above because I was an influencer. I'm like, I can record and drive. Like, it's part of my job. And like, no, it isn't. Like, it's not safe, right? So it kind of opened my eyes to these other things of like, just because, you know, don't forget where you came from. And like, don't forget what you would think if you were watching someone else doing this. Like, you would not be okay with it. So, I, it was definitely a humbling experience. Um, I learned a lot from it. I, It was hard. I mean, cyberbullying is no joke, you guys. And, like, cyberstalking, cyberbullying, like, I told friends time and time again, it does not It does not surprise me that people commit suicide over things like this. Like, it really doesn't. Because I was just, like, I would get to point where I was just bundled up in my room. I'm done showing my face again on the internet like I'm not I was like you know what all this stuff I preached for so long like what happened to grace what happened to like you make mistakes right so then I was like well, who would I be what influencer would I be if I said every time you fuck up and it goes public just quit just walk away from it wrap it up go get another nine to five and call it a day like hell no I worked way too hard I believe in grace I believe in second chances and I believe in learning from experience so it was it was very eye-opening. It was painful, but it was it was worth it. I won't say I'm glad it happened, but I'm I'm thankful for the lesson. I'm really happy that you uh, went ahead and said that because we received an email this afternoon um, because we featured you today, um, and we were going to kind of let you talk about that a little bit before or even after. In the middle, we were just going to throw it in there as like a questionnaire, and we're like, okay. Um, where do we go from here? How do we approach this? Because number one, it's jam packed full of things that everyone is very aware of, very hypersensitive about, very opinionated about. So we're mm -hmm. thankful that right out of the gate, you decided to not be afraid to say that, even though we didn't ask you about it. Yeah, I think it's important. You know, I've the collabs that I lost because of it were very, very um, corporate. I mean, I think it like they didn't really need me. You know, it was kind of like, eh, we could do without her if it saves us the drama. But I think that the people that I've worked with long term, 
and especially micro influencers, smaller businesses, they, you know, I build relationships with them where they've said, you know, Marty, you did what you did. You made a mistake. You said you're sorry. We, you can't like, you can't punish somebody forever for a mistake, right? So I've still kept the majority of my collabs with people that know me. The bigger ones were, you know, bigger. They, they didn't know who I was. They didn't know, you know, they don't know my last name. They don't know. They just know how much I bring into them every month. And that's it. We don't talk in Instagram messenger, you know, like some of the other collabs I do, you know, we talk and generally now when I do start to collab with someone, because it's the same, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's the same group of, um, you know, they have this whole Reddit profile dedicated to me. It's so sick. Everything I post, it's photoshopping me on and photoshopping, you know, my lips this big. And so you gotta, I think if people took more time to think about like, where's this information coming from? And then you see it coming from a platform like Reddit where they're just destroying people. And it's like, they don't care about the podcast. They don't really care about this business. They weren't gonna shop from it anyway because they were using my name, you know? So it's like, whoever is doing this and I'm, I could probably name well because they do it to all the same people. Um, you know, it's like, you gotta, you gotta balance. Like, were they even listening to this podcast because this podcast involves Marty? Probably not. So do they really care? Were they using this product? Probably not because I was using it and they hate me so much that there's no way they were buying it anyway, you know? So it's, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. And I just allow brands and companies to kind of form their opinion. Um, and if they want to take time, you know, I've talked to other people and I'll usually give them a heads up like, Hey, this is what's going to happen. You're going to receive this feedback. I understand if it's too much for you or you know, go from there. And nine out of 10 companies will say, thank you for letting us know, but we'll handle it. And you, they'll block and never hear from them. Again. And that's kind of how we were. Like we posted, and we already. I mean, we both followed you for years. We were both unique, you know. So we know, and we saw you struggle. We saw you go through this. We still continue to follow you. We still watched you. And I'm not going to say we didn't care because we genuinely cared about you. But we didn't give a shit, you know, like what they were saying because I don't. Again, I don't say we didn't care, but we we form our own opinions right and we got that email i don't even know who the hell it is from it was a personal email it was a personal like no business and i mean obviously she accused you of certain things and her Jess and i both talked and we said look we're gonna ask her let her share her side of the story there's two sides to every story who cares right. like we're still gonna have you you know people might email us after this or call us after this or comment on our who cares we are platform for the podcast is to help people and whatever that is, however they feel. And by some person emailing us talking shit about somebody else, we don't stand for that. Like we don't, we don't go for that. And like well, that's why we it's also telling women, you know, how many other people have made the same mistake that I made, they just didn't get put on camera, right? So it's how many, at what point is it shame on you, you lose everything. I mean, if everyone got tracked back to everything they've ever said, like, I can tell you right now, nobody would have a job. 
nobody like if they were getting micro like minimized for every single thing they've said since 20 i think what they leaked like 2012 like no one would have a job nobody would have friends nobody would have anything but it was also a valuable lesson for me because it's like more people are watching than i know are watching and you know we went to breakfast yesterday and i got a picture of myself in the restaurant and the girl said like we love me and my best friend love you like we didn't want to interrupt you while you guys were eating but you know the server had dropped the tray and i was helping her pick up plates or something and they were like well, it was just so cool that you were you know that you really do stuff like that in real life and i'm like i'm not like a i'm not the spot of fucking satan like i'm in control but shit like so i think that you know there's a lot of stuff people don't see but there's also things like you just never know watching so right. it was a good for me of like hey you are influencer whether that means something to you or not i just i never really thought that about myself because i was like no like i'm just i'm like everyone else but you're not i mean when you live somewhere as small as i do you're not anymore people are watching and they know you and they recognize you so it was a good lesson for me yeah. Well, let's change it to something happy because <laughs> I think we covered all the questions we were going to ask about that. And we <laughs> didn't even email that girl back because, again, we don't let her say what she has to say and it is what it is, you know? Yeah. And I think that when we say that you are featured on our podcast, people are going to pop on just to listen to what you have to say because they want to start some more shit. And we don't allow that either. So let them think what they. Well, you know, my followers there, it's for every one hater, there's 3000 supporters or more, you know? So I'm like, you know what? I had to stop focusing on the handful of people that didn't like me. I was like, there's 40,000 people that want to hear what I have to say. So, yeah. And we're strong enough in our own speech anyway to thank the email right and then say we are deciding to move forward regardless of previous mishaps and mistakes because like you said if every micromanaged point of controversy or opinion was put out there no one would be able to do anything and we're not saying that we're perfect little angels and we don't do things or we believe one way or the other like we're just giving opportunity for women to become stronger than what they were before those things happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so moving into the fun stuff, um, what does um, being a babe mean to you? Oh, babe, I love that word. Um, we do too. I think it's just, and that was like part of slay babe is because we were always like, you got it, babe. Like you can do it, babe. And you know, for one, babe is a term of endearment. You know, like you generally call, like I call my boyfriend babe, like that's his name. And it's love, I think is really cool. Like my hype man, like, and my girls, like my babes, like they hype me up, they take care of me, right? So I think a, when I say like a babe, it just encompasses like financial fitness, physical fitness, spiritual fitness, psychological, you know, you're encompassing and you're really, really focusing on self-care all aspects you're taking care of finances you're taking care of your body you're taking care of your mind you are doing things for yourself whether that's getting up having your coffee putting on your makeup so you're ready to kick ass or 
I know whenever I wake up, I like to put on a sports run workout pants because I know if I put on anything else, it ain't going to happen. So I just go ahead and put on my sports bra and workout pants first thing when I get up, and then I'll do my makeup, I'm my coffee, and I'm ready to go. Whether that's a workout or grocery shopping or whatever I need to do, if I look good, I feel good. If I have the right outfit on, I know that I'm going to work out. Um, I think it's just being a babe, just getting – you're always ahead. You're up ahead of the game. You're ready to make money. I always say it's a good day to get cute and make money. It's a good day to wake up, get cute, and make some money, right? And my girls, you know, that's what I text my girls every day. It's a great day to look cute and make money, boo. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it just encompasses really owning every part of being a female and being monetized off of what you love, which is fashion or beauty or workouts or food or motherhood or, you know, taking what you love and saying, like, I can make an income off this because you can make an income off you just have to want it more than anybody else. I mean, there are people on the internet selling like yeah. toenail clippings. So at least we're hey. in a. <laughs> work smarter, not harder, right? Like, I saw that the other day on TikTok and I was like, excuse me, did you. Someone. What? What? Whatever I do. And I truly, I anything I do, I love. And anything I would be into, I'm big into affirmation, big into, you know, in and into existence. And I just know whenever, whenever I set off to do something, people are going to want it because I want it. And it's, that's just what's going to happen. Yep. I agree. I agree. All right. See, we're very unprofessional. We're just going to read our questions. Um, give us three of your powerful mentors and why are they your mentors? Like, why do you look up to them? Um, so Angela Paulson is my fitness trainer. Um, so she contacted me about a year ago asking, you know, she wanted to start a, um, personal training business and she just didn't know where to start. So she was like, if I start training you, will you start shouting me out? Sure. That sounds like a fair deal to me. Also, do you think I'm fat? Like what? Um, but we started working out together. We became really good friends. She just has this like awesome spiritual, um, she's great energy. She's very close, very tight knit in her religion, very close with God. She'll pray over me. I'll pray over her. She brings out that really good, you know, anytime I call on her and there's no judgment and it's, this is what you need to do. We're going to pray about it and then we're going to go do it. And like a workout, I mean, if she says 7 a.m., she's at my door at 7 a.m. And she'll come in and wake me up and be like, I said I was going to be here at 7. Like, let's get up. So I just love her drive. I love that she's dedicated to her friends and believes. She always says that the reason I don't get messed with is because I have the spirit of God around me. It's like a force field. And she just knows that. Yeah, God's around me. It doesn't matter. They'll never mess with me. And she just knows I love about her. Um, So definitely Angela. Um. Let's see, mentors, mentors. My sister, my older sister, is a great mentor, great mother. She's um, worked her ass off, you know, all through college. She ranked really high in her career. Uh, she gave all of that up to stay at home mom. Her daughter was born real creamy, um, had a lot of doctor's appointments, things like that, as you can imagine. So she uh, still just carries the family. She's such an awesome, you know, support system to her husband. She's a great wife. 
Um, she and she really sets my shit straight. So when I like need my shit, you know, I just like Angela's like, I love you. My sister's like, okay, I love you, but like you need to, or like here's what you're doing wrong, or like get your shit. So she's like my tough love influence. Um, and then let's my other mentor. Um, I mean, my circle is so small, and it, it, it would either be my dad, um, probably, probably my mom, um, just because she's like the shit. She's just so cute. Oh my god, like cutest. But she fully, fully like she supports me, and she knows, like she knows whatever I get, I do, I'm gonna be successful. My dad is definitely more like voice of reason. You need to go to school. And I was like, you know, but my mom, don't need, don't need, whatever you're do, you're going to be amazing. So my mom's definitely like my hype man. So Angela's like, takes care of me. My sister like tells it to me straight. And my mom's like, you got it. Like whatever you do, you'll be fine. Awesome. Mm-hmm. We love that. We love that. Yeah. A lot of that is either someone that you can immediately access or your family, because we're huge on that too. Like the reason why I was like, Hey, I'm going to start this podcast. And Korea's like, I'm in like, we live literally like 45 minutes from each other. So it's well, pre COVID was like easily accessible. Now we're like inching back into it. But like, mm. we need that. Like we need that instant community. And I appreciate, we appreciate that you get that. Cause that's hard. Like, especially even now, like when, there's the world is insane like that's good that you have like immediate people that will come and kick your ass because my sister and I talk every day Angela and I talk every day my mom and I have lunch every Thursday like same smoothie place and just catch up and it's um you know like I said I have I have a lot of acquaintances thousands of acquaintances but I have my circle I'm very very particular about my circle I mean I'd say maybe five people it would make up my immediate circle good we like that um, if you could go back to your younger self and give them some advice, what two key tips would you give yourself? Um, I don't know, babe. Hi, babe. <laughs> I'll eat with you. Um, he's so used to me working. He's like, should I just bring your dinner in here? Um, let's see. Two tips. I mean, one is more just like, just don't worry. Like, it's going to be okay. Like, it is going to be okay. So I've been on depression and anxiety medicine since I was 21. Um, and it's, I mean, crippling. I mean, like, I would miss college classes because I would sit in my car. Just like, I just, I couldn't find the class. So I would just go back to my car and I would cry for hours. And like, then I would think about money. And then it would just, like, I was just like a fucking disaster. Like, I was such a mess. And if I knew, you know, like I am a big advocate for medication, like where, you know, obviously like through your doctor, like, you know, talking to your doctor, making sure you're, you know, I've been in therapy, I've done all the things. Um, and I'm a big advocate of, you know, seeking help when you need it, because I just, there's no way I would have what I have now if I wouldn't have asked for help. Um, because I just, it was so crippling. There's no way that I would have been able to, to do anything that I've been doing now. Um, so I, I truly believe in therapy and I think, you know, asking for help from my doctor was one of the best things I ever did for, if not the best thing I ever did for myself. Um, 
but I wish that I would have just known like it's okay I missed out on so much fun because I was I was working so much and you know I missed football games because I wanted to work and I you know I got married so young because I thought like this will solve it like I'll just get married and then like I'm done with that we can check it off the list like I'm a big list person so it was like I'll just get married I'll get my jobs I'll get you know let's just cross it all off the list and instead of just being like it's okay like have some fun and just enjoy and I definitely, you know, I told Cole, we were talking about it last night. I was like, I really, I need to have some fun. Like, I need to go drink and dance and party and, like, just let, you know, put on something cute. And I just need to have some fun. Like, I missed so much of that growing up because I was so worried about money and having all of my shit together that it was, like, impossible for me to get my shit together because I was so young. And had I just had more fun I probably wouldn't be like I am now because now I'm like drink a bottle of wine every night and I'm like am I I having fun yet um so probably just to not worry and just enjoy like just live in the moment and have fun and stop thinking you know you don't have to have your shit together right now you know yeah um because I still don't feel like I have my shit together like I'm like but influencing's not like a real job. And my boyfriend's like, uh, yeah, you're definitely making like doctor money. And I'm like, eh, not yet though. So when I am, maybe it'll be a real job. But I'm like, I can't do this shit when I'm like old and crusty. Like then what, ain't nobody want to see that. Like if I have kids, I can't be having up the swimsuit pictures. Uh-uh. Like, you know, so I'm old. Right. Like, it's like already in me. That's still in me of like, but what am I going to do when? Like, but what about when I have kids? And Cole's like, well, that's yours. But what about it? Like, and he's like, Jesus, just live in the moment a little bit. My husband tells me all the time that I start to worry because there's nothing to worry about. Like we went to yeah. Oklahoma this past week for like five days and the whole ride there, I rode with my mother-in-law because uh, I don't know how, I'm used to driving, so I'm used to being in control of that situation. But I was like, who am I going to ride with? What's going to happen? How's it going to go? Do I need to take motion sickness medicine? How she drive? Oh, my God, what's happening? I don't want to be shoved yeah. in the back of the van with... I don't know. He was like, take a breath. We're going to figure out who's going to sit where, and you're going to have a great time. Also, you're an Aquarius, so when we get there, you must immediately jump in the water. <laughs> so, like, you can chill I'm the an, fuck out. And I'm an Aries. And I am like 1000% Aries, like full on Aries. Um, what else would I tell myself? Um, probably like you don't have to keep up with what everyone else has and does because that was part of my credit card problem is I, I just wanted to have, I wanted to have more. I wanted to have, I was trying hard to fill this void of like, I knew what I wanted. I knew I wanted to work in social media and I knew I wanted to be some kind of influencer, but I just didn't know how. And so I was constantly trying to fill this void with things and more things and, you know, trade in my car, I'll get a new car and trade in my car. Even, you know, I was thinking about it today. I was like, this car's paid off. Like I could go get a fucking Audi right now if I wanted to. And then I was like, but I, that part of me doesn't exist anymore. Like I don't, I have a paid off car now. Like awesome. But, you know, me five years ago, if I had a paid off card, I'd be like, what can I trade it in for now? Like, replace it. And, you know, bigger things, better apartments, more, you know, nicer bags. Now now I'm, like, selling Louboutins because I'm like, I don't even fucking use these things. Like, I don't go anywhere. What do I need a damn $1,500 purse for, you know? But I wanted it so bad. I wanted to feel like I was part of the in crowd and I was part of the influencer atmosphere and 
but I didn't deserve any of that. I hadn't worked hard enough for it. So I was rewarding myself with things before I worked for it, only to turn around and work harder to pay that shit off. <laughs> yeah. So probably to, you know, you don't have to try so hard to finish. Just, just have what you have and be happy with it. You know, practice more gratitude and don't worry so much. Yeah. That's how I think younger generations are. And even now, like I see my kids and the girls their age and they're not even, I mean, they can't even work yet, but it's, I want what everybody else has because I want to one up. And I like fear for the millennial society right now because they're not going to have any work ethic. They're going to be spoiled ass little brats. And then those are going to be the people that, I mean, are going to be in debt for the rest of their life. I mean, Cole and I still go back and forth about, you know, do we want kids? And I mean, even if we did, it wouldn't be till like probably mid thirties. Um, I'm like maybe 33, 34 is good for me. Like if I decide to have children, of course, if God blesses me with them sooner, you know, that's great. But I just look at, you know, I tell Cole all the time, I'm like, were we the last generation of people that like gave a shit or like worked or like, you know, 24 year olds know how to write a check. They don't know what credit card utilization is, you know, like, and that's part of why we wrote Abundance Babe, because it was like, this is what credit card utilization means. This is how much you should have. This is how much is okay to have. This is when you know you're in trouble. This is what a good credit score is. This is how to write a check, you know, and it's like, they don't teach you those things in school. So I'm like, let me teach you, because I know. I work in the apartment industry, and like, the amount of people before we went paperless that could not write a check is astronomically outlandish to me. I'm like, but you don't know. Like, it literally tells you what to fill in here. Right. And you still can't. You don't even well, know what what or I, where a money order is. Like, take you your cash, which we don't accept, and go yeah. get a money uh, Blows my mind. When I moved out on my own, I remember, like, calling my mom and being like, I don't know how to turn the power on. Like, I just thought power, I just thought it comes on. Like, I don't, I don't know. And my mom was like, um, well, did you try to figure it out first? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? She's like, Google it. So I Googled it, call Duke Energy, call them, tell them where you live, turn the power on. And I'm like, but, you know, so many people, their moms would just be like, you know, I'll do it. Like, just send me the address, blah, blah, blah. And my parents would always say, like, I'll help you. But, like, did you try it first? Did you try to figure it out first? No? Okay, call me back after you look it up. And then if you can't figure it out, I'll tell you what to do. I come but from the generation would, where Google wasn't even a thing when I was trying to do that shit, so. Right. <laughs> Hi, I'm the old bitch on the podcast. Welcome. It's fine. But, yeah, I think it's, you know, I I stress thinking about the generations that are coming because it's just, I mean, Crazy. even, like, the babies knowing how to use the iPad and stuff, I'm like, that stresses me out, like. My two-year-old niece knows how to do it. I watched a lot of it this weekend, and I was like, girl, you're two, and you, like, maneuvered faster than I do. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's insane. Who knows? Oh, is it my turn for a yeah. question? I- mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, look. Um, okay. What is... Oh, I already asked that question. Just kidding. Um... We already asked all these questions I have, Jess. I'm on the email, B. Oh, there was a lot. I, 
Um, okay, weekend morning ritual. What do you do on the weekends? Obviously, sometimes, well, are your weeks and your weekends the same? Or do you do different things on your weekends? No, Fridays, Saturdays, Tuesdays, they're all the same to me. Um, and I actually did something about that the other day. Like, if you look forward to Friday, if you're, like, spending your looking forward to Friday, like, it's time to reevaluate Monday through Thursday because you, they should not be, you know, you should not be having to look um, no, my days are generally the same, um, except Sunday. I'll, you know, I let myself sleep in a little bit later because Cole's off work. So we'll generally sleep in together. But, um, you know, Monday through Saturday is usually. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but Monday through Saturday is generally, um, I'm usually up by probably eight. Um, I have my coffee. I come sit down in my office and have my coffee. Um, and then I have all my, all my books. So I go through and I do, um, a gratitude journal. So three things I'm grateful for. And I got this like off Amazon. It's called like attitude of gratitude or something. So I'll do gratitude. I write in my journal, so this is just like diary, like just whatever's in my head, like goals I have or what I'm, you know, plan on doing that day. Um, just I call it a brain dump, like let my brain just dump on a piece of paper. And then I'll do um, a little Bible study, so I'll generally read one chapter and then do like a takeaway from it or verses that stand out to me. Um, and then I do like my prayer on the back for the day. And then I do habit trackers. I'm a big like checklist person. So for instance, for August, like all the money, um, you know, where the amount I spent, what I spent it on, um, you know, I write down my goals. I have checklists for like, did I do my Bible journal, journal today? Did I go live today? Um, did I work out? Did I make money? So I'll like check those off. Um, and it just kind of, it just brings me so much happiness. I just love checking things off and like starting my day like that. It just gets me off. But, um, then I will usually put on my makeup and while I'm doing my makeup, I'll catch up with Angela and Christiana who are my business partners. And we'll just talk about like, what is our intention for the day? What is our sales goal? How are we going to promote it? So we talk usually every morning and every night to set the intention for the day and then go over like how was our day did we hit the goals that we wanted to hit did we do did we work to the best of our ability um angela in that group is still the like everyone's doing great great job and, like christiana's kind of the brains behind it and i'm the like tough to, like okay but that should have been done though so like where are we at for the next project what do we need to do tonight to get ahead and christiana's like all right I'm on it. Like she's typing, typing, typing. She does all the legality, like legalities for all the books. And like, she's great. And then she's like, okay, everyone's doing awesome. Everyone's great. I love you guys. So then after that, I'll usually work out. Um, and then, I mean, I just kind of just work the rest of the day. Awesome. Yep. We are big on like overcoming struggles and insecurities just because we, it's like a daily struggle, obviously, as like being a woman based on like a lot of shit that can just make you feel, uh, I don't want to say unstable, but not, not on kilter. Right. So yeah. what is one struggle or insecurity that you see in women that you'd like to change, AKA 
like smashing the status quo, if you will. So what is one thing that you see probably the most that just pisses you off that you don't want to be a thing anymore? Well, I was going to say weight, but I feel like women have really fucked that up. Like, they're like, yeah, big is beautiful, skinny is beautiful, in the middle is beautiful. Like, I feel like women are doing great. Yeah, these are so good. Baby, thank you. Um, I feel like women have really taken the reins on body image and are doing an excellent job of that. Um, let's see. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just fucking hate cyberbullying. Like, I feel like the shit's so bad. It's so bad. And, you know, like I saw a girl today that does our workout plan, our membership. And she said that somebody, you know, she posted that she did a workout and somebody messaged her and said, like, no amount of working out will make you any less ugly or something like that. And it's just like, how do people have the nerve? Like, how do you have, we just, I don't speak that language. My brain doesn't work like that. I can't imagine ever saying, like, you're ugly to someone. Like, I just can't even, it doesn't make sense in my mind. Um, so I don't know if that's really a good one, but I think just... Ask me the question again. <laughs> I said, what is one struggle or insecurity that you see in women that you'd like to change? But I completely, you answered the question well. <laughs> I, and the other thing I hate is um, I hate, um, it's like I always see them on like meme pages. And it's talking about, it's stuff about like, what makes you a crazy girlfriend? I don't know. Like, and it's like making a joke out of it, but I'm like, that doesn't make you crazy. Like, so don't do triple text his ass. I do that. I'm not fucking crazy. Like, well, <laughs> I don't think I am. Maybe I am. Maybe I am. I just don't know. I am. But I, I say that I'm like the like, fun crazy. Like, I'm gonna let I you know where your place is. Yeah. I think there's this big thing of like men, especially younger, like college age. You know, like, I'll go through Cole's, Cole be, like, scrolling through Instagram. There's, like, full-on nudes on these. Again. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? Like, why are you following that? And he's like, I don't know. I started following it when I was in, like, college. And I'm like, delete that shit. And he's like, okay. like, But he just doesn't even, re he doesn't even notice it, you know? Yeah. And it, it's just, like, this college mentality of, like, guys treating girls like shit and girls just supposed to be, like, supposed to be, like, okay with it or, like, make a joke about it. Like, it's okay and I'm crazy. And I'm like, you're not fucking crazy. He's treating you like shit. Yeah. Um, let's see. Give us five words that make you feel strong. Mm. Smart. I love being called smart. And I love telling myself I'm smart. Um, motivational. I get a lot of like, I'm so, you are so motivational. And I love that. Um, chosen. Because. Uh, You're fine. It's dinner time. <laughs> We're not offended. I'm like, we slurp and we burp. It's fine. Girl, eat your dinner. Or left. I rest in the fact that if nobody else loves me, God loves me. And I'm accepted for exactly who I am. Um, 
I don't know. How many words was that? Three. Two more. <laughs> mm. I like being called a friend. Like, you're a good friend. You know, like, when my sister says that to It just makes me... I feel like part of being powerful is knowing that people can rely on you. Um... I feel like being called a friend or having the having the option to be a friend is something so underrated. And friends are so special. And knowing that someone can call on you or that you can call on someone else is such a um is such a gift that so many people take for granted. And it was like me, like when I decided I'm really gonna tighten up my circle. Like, I really cherish my friends now, the friends that are in my circle. So I know that if they can call me a friend, that I'm cherished by them. Um, and then... Inspirational. Like, I love, like, girl just messaged me before I got on here and was like, we just bought your ebook. I love it. Like, you're someone that... You're one of the only people I let my daughter watch because, you know, like, even though you curse a little bit, like a good example for women like you're a good example for a little girl, you know like just being who they are and not being sorry about it that makes us feel better because a couple weeks ago we had asked to be a vendor for an event and we were told that we were not family friendly because we used the f word and i'm like if you really knew that i was a previous educator and karina's a mom like we're we can tone it down like we don't just go around yelling fuck all the time like it's it's not the way that we do things a lot of the time, but it's just a state of mind, if you will. So that that encourages us. <laughs> I who you are. Yeah. The people you are going to keep following you. And I used to play with that so much because I would feel like I had to be something different because I would see other influencers who were just like always on their P's and Q's and so admirable. But the thing about me and what I believe is that I'm actually fucking relatable. Like people are like, all right, she doesn't have, you know, a million Chanel bags and like a brand new Beamer and like a hot ass athletic husband. And like, I'm just real. Like I've been broken up with, I've been dumped. I smoke, I drink too much. Like I'm not saying those are things that people should aspire to be like, but like it is pretty real. Like there's a lot of more people like that than there are marry and fucking NFL players. Yeah. Cause if that were the case, everyone would marry an NFL player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what were we gonna say, Karina? I said and I think that's kind of I say for me, why I started following you. I think I even started following you before I was in unique for the second time. But because you're relatable, like you see a lot and I'm just going to use marketing, for instance, or MLMs, for instance, you have these people who put on a show for Facebook and they're not relatable. Like, I don't give a shit that your eyebrows are straight. I want to know what you eat for breakfast. Like, I want to know that you're a real person. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't that you've never said shit in your house. Like, you've never said fuck in your house yeah like do you you never take a shit like i you know being relatable i think it's so i want to know the first time in front of your boyfriend 
We have a rule in my marriage that we don't poop in front of each other, but we still talk about it. Oh, that's how me and Cole are. Like, I've never pooped in front of him, but I'll be like, I really have to get to the bathroom. But he's like, poop, and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand why men always want to talk about shitting. Oh, but he'll, like, stand outside the bathroom and be like, I can smell it. Like, I can smell it. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> my face he's like no you're not you're pooping i can smell it i'm actually washing my face like now i know so it's so weird that um like my husband sits on the toilet wide hour right next to each other i mean i would literally kill him he would be dead i i don't i'm not i think i can't like it doesn't matter doesn't matter anymore like i did a live video where i did like what do you call your vagina and it got like so many views, but I also got a lot of people that unfollowed me because they were like, that's not my thing, which is fine. Like, that's, I'm not saying you're hoity-toity or you're stuck up or you're like, that's just not your thing. But I want to talk to people that that is their thing because that's what I talk about. Like, when me and my girlfriends are having girls night, we're like, what do you call it? I don't know. What does yours look like? I don't know. Let me see it. Like, yeah. That's for me. Like, we literally look at each other's genius to, like, compare and be like, wait, so is mine weird? Because my like that like it's just like come on lighten up a little bit but it doesn't make you wrong for not you know being like that it's just not me so I'm like I'd rather you follow someone that relate is relatable to you but I think more women can relate to someone that is kind of a hot mess yes I, I agree. And I'm the kind of person like, okay, if I don't like you talking about your vagina, I'm not going to unfollow you. I'm just not going to watch your post about you talking about your vagina. Marina, I talk about my vagina all the time. The vagine. I also did one like, when's the first time you pooped in front of your boyfriend? Because I'm struggling with it. So can someone else give me some pointers here? Like, I was using the clubhouse all the time because I didn't want to go poop in the same house. As <laughs> <laughs> um, I might have another one when I come out. They're so good. <clears throat> Give me a diet coke, babe. Thank you. You want some more? Um, sure. Proper. Um. Yeah. <laughs> just poop and get it over with. Like, just do it. Yeah, but it's just like I want. I think what I, I want is to bring like part of my whole mission is like find your sense of humor again. Like, there's so much shit on social media and like boring shit like i don't care that your kid like that's great for you anyway what do you call your pussy like that's what i want to know and it's like let's just have fun again like social media is supposed to be entertaining it's supposed to be fun and like i think if i could if more women could like find their sense of humor and learn to like laugh at themselves and learn like it's just a body like it's okay yeah like who cares you know and that was part of the reason why I did that photo shoot because I'm like let's stop making it such a big deal that like it's not like I showed my nipples but like it's side boob and do you know how many people reported it for nudity like and I'm like there's literally porn like go report that like yeah. you know so I don't know I think if I like I have women I would say my range of women is like teens to like 60s but the majority of my followers are like 40 to 60 and they I get messages all the time that are like thank you for reminding me of like what it feels like to be like youthful and like laugh again and like just be able to look at my body and be like fuck it like shit we're here now and this is how we're gonna be okay 
Yeah, okay. and it's like they'll all the time be like, thank you for reminding me of like what it's like to just laugh and like have fun. And I get so many things that are like, girl, I was having the worst day and like I can open down on you to make me laugh. Like that means more to me than like a sale. Like I'm like, you know what? If you buy shit from me, you buy shit from me. But if I can make you laugh, like I'm good with that too. Awesome. Okay, I think we only have like four minutes left, so maybe two questions. So we want to know um, what makes you feel babe as fuck. It could be like a pair of jeans, a lipstick, whatever. Tell us what it is. Um, for sure, lipstick. Like I'm a big lipstick gal. I like to have my lips done, and I like thank you, baby. And I like to have my lipstick, so I'm always feeling like a bay when I got on my a good nude lip and a good popping gloss. Um. I love babe as fuck. Um, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I I feel like a true babe when I got a Starbucks in my hand. Like, if I got a coffee in my hand, I just feel like, <laughs> you know, like, you just feel, I just don't feel bougie with Starbucks. I'm like, shit, <laughs> let me get my school coffee. <laughs> because that's something I couldn't afford for so long that it's still, I take it for granted. I'm like, I'm gonna go to Starbucks today and treat myself like somebody that goes to Starbucks every day because to me I'm still like that's outrageous for coffee like I'm not paying that every day but <clears throat> it's still you know it's not something I take for granted I'm like that's so cool go to Starbucks when I want it and like get what I want so I still think it's really cool um you know like even going to Starbucks is like a big deal for me um what else makes me feel babe af um mm, Probably when, I mean, yeah, I do look damn good at some jeans. <laughs> like a good pair of ripped jeans. Yeah. I kill it. I'm telling you, a bodysuit with some ripped jeans, can't nobody touch me. Can't nobody tell you nothing, girl. Can't nobody tell you nothing. I mean, um, and then probably... Mm. good spray tan or self tan gotta be tan when I feel tan shit I'll clean my whole house naked because I feel like <laughs> a tan that just lost like 30 pounds in my sleep I'm like, that's awesome you can wear a body suit bow down bow down when I got a tan you better bow down because the queen has arrived <laughs> it's fucking awesome I'm just your body suits because mine just gets stuck straight up my ass and I'm just like that's I just, I'm like, let's just cut to base here. Just get up my ass, okay? You know you want to live there anywhere. It's a good place to be is right up your ass. So. Yeah, Merry Christmas. You're welcome, buddy. Yeah, you're welcome, buddy, Sue. <laughs> I'm here for that. <laughs> okay, so you're done. You did it. Yay! Thank you so, so much. Um, You're a treat. We loved you before, yeah. but we love you even more now because you're just uh, like us. Guys, so what, um, on like another note, how can I help you guys out? Like, how can we, we could do like a Slave Babe podcast. Like, me and Angela would be totally down for that because we're trying to grow our Slave Babe account. Yeah. Um, just let me know how I can ever help you guys. I'm so fucking gross right now. <laughs> um, I'm like licking this off my fingers. Um, but always just let me know, like, I'm not one of those bitches that's going to be like, it's $700 for a pelts. Like, just let me know. I'll shout you guys out whenever you want. 
You're sweet. Or like if you have something new on, just say, hey, can you shout out on that, y'all? Thanks. Hey, what's mm -hmm. in your wrap right now? Because I already ate dinner, but I'm like, do I need to make what you're having in there? So, whenever I was losing weight, I always wanted Big Mac. Like, Big Mac's for my shit. So, we call these Big Mac in a bowl. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that common Big Mac, like, onion, pickle, sesame seeds, ground beef, cheese, and Thousand Island. And then we just, like, don't we put it at home and put it on a lettuce wrap. Yeah. Instead of, like, awesome. I'm so hungry. It's the <laughs> jam. I had it's green chicken. Dog, like, yeah. Like, I have there. Awesome. I had green chicken chili enchiladas today. They were low carb. But I'm also like, do I need to make a lettuce wrap? Do I? Mm -hmm. Maybe? Mm -hmm. Good stuff. My kids are making dinner, so no oh, telling shit. what we're about to eat. You better be close <laughs> to the toilet. I'm yeah, yeah, you gotta eat the toilet tonight. <laughs> Jackson Lane better keep you all close to the things. Just kidding. They'll do great. They'll do great. <laughs> Okay, Marnie, thank you so, so much. We love you. Guys, that was fun. Good. Yeah. Good is good. Besties. Yeah, that's right. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you got me, <laughs> Look at this bitch shaking my lines already, and it's only been an uh, hour. Do you say that, too? I yes, mean, all the time. Like, when someone's leaving, I'm like, glad you got to see me. Toodles. And they're like. So rude. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's Hilarious. It's funny. I know. It's, it's all right. I'll close with my signature line of love, peace, chicken grease. We love you. Bye. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, babes. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. We hoped you learned a little bit more about Marnie and found her just as hilarious as we have. Um, we want to thank you for your support in all of our, you know, growing pains with the Zoom glitches and the clickety-clacks at the keyboard. Um, it's hard to communicate while you're in three different places. So um, we're doing our best, and we are so thankful that y'all are here to support us. Um, we wanted to give um, a little bit of a shout-out. Um, we forgot to tell you where you can find Marty on social media. So at Marnie underscore Stockhausen on Instagram, and that's S-T-O-C-K-H-A-U-S-E-N, um, and her Red Aspen business at redaspenlove.com forward slash Marnie W, that's M-A-R-N-I-W, and her new adventure with Christiana Dimitri and Angela Poulsen at heyslaybabe.co and slaybabeacademy.com. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We can't, can't wait to come back next week and bring you some more goodies, especially tools that make you feel babe as fuck. So we'll see you guys next week at high noon at the Babe AF Corral. Toodles! We love ya. Thanks for checking us out. Find us on all social media platforms at Becoming Babe AF. And remember, when in doubt, dance, dance it out. out. See y'all back next Wednesday. Peace out. <laughs>